Hey. Hey, how are you? Uh, I am under the weather. I'm feeling persnickety, and I am ready to press your buttons. <laughs> oh, you're going to press my buttons I'm gonna today? Press <laughs> I'm going to press your buttons. Hold on for one sec. <sighs> so it is Wednesday. It is time again for Money Hungry. We're so grateful to have you with us. Uh, my voice is kind of non-existent. So I'm going to have Kim do the intro today. Kim, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Um, I am ready to get the show started. So we actually have a special guest tonight. And hopefully you guys all know him. He is amazing. His content is amazing. Um, he amazes me with his videos every single time that I watch them. Very informative, and I'm excited to have him on. So without further ado, Louise from... <laughs> How Hello. are you? I'm happy. Oh, thank you. I did that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you and your audience. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Kim. We're grateful Thank to have you. Thank you. So your your YouTube channel is Delivery TV. And yeah. why don't you tell us about yourself, about your YouTube channel, so all these fantastic people get to know you. Well, I'm Luis Verdi. I have a YouTube channel, as you, as you mentioned. Uh, it's called Delivery, Delivery TV. It's in Spanish. Everything is in Spanish. Uh, I started doing the channel uh, four years, almost four years ago. Um, because I was delivering an order. I'm a videographer. I was doing videos for companies, marketing videos, but I wasn't getting enough money and we are money hungry. So I started doing deliveries. And one night um, I was delivering an order and the, the customer throw, uh, throw me a dog, a pit bull dog. And I was like really scared. I run, I ran to my car. I went to my car. I, I was with my order. I was scared. And I thought, Jesus, this is how many people is suffering from for from this situation, this type of situation. So I start to I, I thought about um, telling the story and sharing the story on YouTube. I did. And that was four years ago. And, and people start to watch the channel and it it's been amazing for me so i am fascinated with the way that you put your videos together i do not speak a word of spanish and yet i've watched several of your videos all the way through because you're so engaging your your mannerisms your editing every everything about the way you do your videos <clears throat> thank you me, it is just incredible and uh, I, I'd, I'd love it privately if you'd show me your retention rates because I bet they're through the roof. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, uh, check them out. Uh, where where can people find you? Uh, well, uh, I, we have. I start with the YouTube channel. Uh, is Delivery TV. If you speak Spanish, it will be great. If you don't, I'm trying to work in the subtitle thing. Uh, but I also have um, Instagram Delivery TV. Also, the TikTok Delivery TV. I don't dance over there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can find me over there. And now we're working in this new, new project called Geek Radio. We already have an app and we're working on it. So people, because I realized that the community wanted to share stories like Harry Campbell did once. And, and I thought, let's do a radio and we're working on it. We'll, you will know about that. And maybe you can invite me so I can launch the, the, radio, the radio here. That would be great. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Luis, which apps are you on? Well, I, I use um, delivery apps. Uh, usually use, um, of course, DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub, um, and sometimes Spark Driver. But, but Spark Driver is tough right now with so, so dif different situations that we are uh, suffering. And mm -hmm. we can uh, talk about that later. But yeah, those are the apps like I really do. I don't I don't do Instacart. I don't do Reicher. I did Reicher one time and I it was a thing. <laughs> it was a thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you've got several years of experience. I, I think you and Kim are pretty uh pretty closely matched there, right? Yeah, I started in 2018 delivering. So yeah, I think we started around the same time. Okay. All right. So I was around 2019, early 2019. So 
Um, actually, I might be somewhere in around there. But for the sake of not doing math live and embarrassing myself, we'll go with that. So we've got See yourself. <laughs> right. We've got quite um, quite an interesting. <coughs> pardon me. Quite an interesting show for you tonight. Uh, so uh, actually, we have a slide for Luis. Um, why don't we go ahead and put that up? We forgot to put that up. Wow, that's yeah. good. I love it. So, Beautiful. We, <laughs> we are very grateful to have you with us. Uh, so uh, we had talked about Uber lowering base pay a couple of weeks ago. And the offer that we saw then was insulting. But this is a new low. This is crazy to me. So this isn't just one post that we found. I actually found several throughout Reddit and also Facebook of people posting the 16 cents as a base pay. So whether it is a glitch or whether it's in actuality, if it is real, then I have a huge issue with Uber having a base pay of 16 cents. We're literally working for tips and that's it. What I, what I think over there, and I'm not sure, and you can correct me, is that that is a, a stock order. It's not only one, it's maybe three or two. Um, so, it might so be. A, yeah, on this particular order, this was a single. Wow, that's yeah. a problem. That is a problem. So yeah. now, of course, there's the possibility that this is some sort of a glitch. Uh, Kim and I both found several orders like this. And to so far, Uber has not come through and said that this is a mistake. Now, they have been having issues where they're not, they're not showing um, the, the points that you get after each trip. And those are being corrected later. But this, so far has not been corrected and Uber has remained silent. I remember the glitch of DoorDash a couple of uh, years ago, maybe a year, year and a half ago, where just uh, we saw the orders of zero dollars, mm -hmm. but it was zero. Having sent there, it's like, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, so we've been seeing Uber play this game with base pay where you pick up from the same restaurant one day and deliver to the same customer. One day you might get $3, and the next day you might get $1.85 in base pay. And there doesn't seem to be a rhyme or reason as to why some days we're getting more than other days. So in, in, the, in the documentation on base pay for all of the, the big apps, they always have some sort of information like uh, base pay is calculated based on desirability, so on and so forth. But in my personal experience, I've seen lower base pays uh, during more desirable uh, or less desirable times. So higher base pays, lower desirable times. So it doesn't make a lot of sense to me why we're seeing this. But it's too low yet still, it's too, too low. So and cool. and I, I was talking about the double and the stack orders because that is a big issue that we are having right now. Uh, Uber is sending or double orders and, and stack orders and in the end, uh, they don't pay more each order. Mm -hmm. They pay one order, like the, the amount of one order, and divide it in two or three. Yeah. And that is mean. Yeah. That is, yeah. Mm. Well, this, so. this is me. 18 cents is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> so I have an additional problem with this. So we accept the order, right? Uh, so I remember when I first started driving for Uber, they did it the Postmates way. And you couldn't see the the tip. It was only the base pay and the mileage. Mm -hmm. And uh, fortunately, they've they've you know started being a little more transparent. And in most markets, well, everywhere in the states now, you can see the uh, most of the uh, the tip prior to accepting the order. Now, my problem is is that they still allow customers to tip bait on top of only paying sixteen cents. So like, let's say you accept that order and it shows you you're going to make 10 bucks, right? And 16, let, let's say $10 and 16 cents. So you accept that order expecting to get 10, 16, but then you get shafted by a customer after they tip bait you and you just spent a bunch of time and you wasted your own gas, drove your car into the ground for 16 cents. I want to know what Uber's justification is for that. 
I mean, that's practically slave labor. God, yes. can you imagine if you were tip-baited on something like this? I would be heated as a driver knowing that I, when I did a pickup, I did a drop-off expecting whatever mm -hmm. tip, even if it's $3, like money is money. And no, like that's like, this is just absolutely insanely wrong because at that point we are working for tips. And if you take a tip away, we're working for free. And so we, yeah. Sorry, and we, and we we pay taxes, right? <laughs> we need do. transparency <laughs> because we pay taxes. So if we pay taxes, the the I mean, show me the money, right? Yeah. Show me the, the 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 complete amount because I deserve it because I'm gonna pay taxes. So I, if I if, I mean, it's my business. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm an independent contractor. You're 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 not going to talk with the plumber and you're gonna. Uh, Tell him, well, I'm gonna pay you maybe, yeah, maybe a thousand or maybe five hundred. He right. won't do the job, right? Yep. Hmm. Hmm. So now th this sparks another interesting question for me personally. If customers are still able to tip bait, and if Uber is basically having us work for tips, then what is the motivation for Uber drivers, for Uber Eats drivers, to work the platform, get those orders picked up, and get them delivered? I, my personal my personal perspective is this is going to lead to more driver fraud. Drivers are going to be like, well, I'm not going to get paid shit for this anyway. So I'm just going to go, I'm going to accept the order, pick it up, and not deliver it. Yeah, a lot of times, I say a lot of times, no, it's okay. A lot of times people do things for desperate measures. And like this would actually be one of those times. You get enough disgruntled people, they start doing desperate things because they're so disgruntled against the pay that they're doing. And not only that, I don't know about you guys, but in my area, I know, Zach, you have a really good Uber Eats area. I do, I do. not. I cannot tell you the last time I saw a peak pay, a Quest, like, I don't, well, I shouldn't say mm. Quest, not peak pay, but I can't tell you the last time I saw a Quest or even a surge in my area. Like, those don't even exist anymore. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so those never were really a thing in my market. I, I saw the map light up maybe once or twice during the lockdowns, and that, that was pretty much it. But the, the Uber pay in my market versus DoorDash, even, even with the games, is usually about at least 25% higher than the average DoorDash order. I've actually like sat there and, you know, like a geek written down all the pay and, and I've actually <laughs> calculated this a couple of times. So um, now my, when Uber starts lowering base pay to the point where people are working for free, at what point are they going to start charging drivers to use the platform? Hmm. Good God, point. Can you imagine? Hmm. I mean, like, look, look at, look at, look at other online businesses, right? Like eBay, you know, Poshmark, Etsy, stuff like that, right? You have to pay them fees as a seller. What is to stop Uber from being like, hey, we're going to source all of this work for you, and you're going to pay us for access to the platform? Then they would lose a lot of drivers because they would lose me as a driver. There's no way I am paying a company to work for them and take money out of my profits that they're not even giving me to begin with. Like they would literally lose me as a driver. I wouldn't do Uber Eats any longer. Kim, can you lower your mic? Uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. I, I saw an article and I talk, I spoke about that in my in my channel a couple of weeks ago. We called uh, it. And let me say hello to Sergio. I, I read him on, in mess, on the messages and to Harry and top delivery drivers and connected to part of my community. Well, nice, um, nice. I read this article of Sergio and it was amazing. And I decided to share it. And the article was about gamification and gamification of the gig economy. Mm -hmm. All those colors diamonds and stuff that uh, that it's like you feel like you need to earn and win like a, like you're playing playstation or something and you you talk about um uh, motivation for people mm -hmm. i think we have three components here the first one is the cherry picking hope the cherry picking hope the other thing is past experience well, it's going to get better, right? And the third is um, 
the well the cherry picking hope the the past experience and the gamification and gamification and all these top dasher uh premiere and all these promises of the apps uh keep move keep people moving but i think that spaces like this like my channel um are made to open the eyes of 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 people and and not complaining about the git work because i i heard people saying well um stop doing delivers no it, it's not about that it's about knowing and working knowing that mm -hmm. and try to take advantages advantages of all that the the situation and all the opportunities in the streets these yeah. opportunities exist for us and the people who know how to milk those opportunities so yeah, it can go so completely in the opposite direction for for drivers who don't take the time to learn their markets the apps the do's and don'ts you know if you if you approach it with an employee mentality <clears throat> then it's not going to go well for you in in the vast majority of cases you might get lucky you know here and there and the, the sun shines on a dog's ass you know occasionally right but <laughs> at the end of the day if you treat it like an employee then you're not going to get rewarded so you know that that's just my perspective on it just real quick, Thomas said, Sergio, Kim, and Zach know your worth. And it's so true. Eight cents is not your worth as a delivery driver. Like your time and your gas and your wear and your tear is 10 times more knowing your worth than like these pennies that came out of this order. Granted that provided this came back, like the customer did majority of the work in getting the driver to their house. And this kind of also goes back to do the trend, you know, the transparency between driver and customer does, do they know that the driver, this is what they're getting paid? No, the customer doesn't know that. And it can become a customer service issue altogether all in itself. So one more thing that I want to touch on before we move on from this subject, the, when, when Uber starts messing with something, they all use the the hiding the upfront information as an example. They tried that in, you know, only only a small handful of markets initially. And they their support was telling people that this was a glitch originally. And slowly over time, we saw the information being hidden in more and more markets. And now all of a sudden, it's no longer a glitch. And it's except seven out of 10 orders. So how long is it before we start seeing this massive rollout? where you're seeing 10, 15, 20 cents in base pay on Uber Eats. This is crazy. Okay, I'm gonna, we're gonna move on to the next topic. So next one up is hmm. beware of dog. And we all love our friendly pets and our friendly creatures. And I think this is all we can all relate to as delivery drivers. So the question goes out to everybody. How often or have you ever had an experience with a dog that the customer had let their dog out and you didn't know until you walked up or got or a dog got let out as you were trying to make a delivery? So leave it in the chat right now. I'm curious if you guys have any stories because I'm pretty sure I know I have my own stories just because I feel like it happens like once a week for me. What about you guys? thought I was going to get charged by a goat once. A goat? <laughs> a goat, yeah. I had a goat like lining me up, like looking like it was ready to ram me in the balls. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was sketchy. A lot of, uh, lot of farms. <clears throat> Pardon me. So, what well, delivery, delivery TV began, began, uh, with because of a dog. Oh, yeah. That, that, so, yeah, we started the channel because of that, um, uh, that situation. <laughs> so, I, I've gotten chased once. Um, <laughs> I've gotten chased once. That's about as sketchy as it got. And fortunately, it was a case where the dog was kind of coming around the side of the house as I was halfway back to the car. So I uh, I, I heard the dog barking or something. I turned around and uh, I was quickly able to to book it back to the car and get in before uh, Boof Boof the Ferocious uh, bit me in the ass. <laughs> So before I go into my story, which I'll tell them, I actually have two. So we found these on, 
I think it was Reddit and Facebook. I was going back and forth, but one instruction, it was a handed to me customer and says, I have a nine month old German shepherd that would like to continue socializing. If you're willing to meet him, he does love people. If you're unwilling for any reason, feel free to let me know. <laughs> so then there was another one that says, okay, so I've made a couple of dollar, dollar general deliveries to this location. Even each time the dog is in the window barking, going crazy and trying to eat me alive through the glass. So I placed the order at the door as instructed. And as I'm taking the picture, look what happens. And it's a picture of the dog that's right there. The door <laughs> opens and here comes the dog. What do you think happened next? <laughs> So, and then there was one last one, and this was actually a spark delivery. And it was, I was going to, I was doing a no contact delivery, delivering to the side door, like customer asked, well, the dog comes out, comes up and was pretty friendly. I walk back to the car and as I'm about to pull out of the driveway, the dog goes into the groceries and the rest of it actually goes to say that he started eating the lunch meat that was in the <laughs> delivery from Walmart. So did the customer you know, do the tip? Uh, actually, I think she um <laughs> I think she did say that, you know, she was afraid that the customer was gone gonna pull her tip. So I I wanna highlight a comment here. Can we pull up uh, Nicole's comment from 520? Yep. Thank you. So I got bit in the butt cheek uh, by a chihuahua her oh. for weeks. I'm curious how that happened. Oh my goodness. See, that's Maybe like she's a smart of... girl. Maybe. So I personally, I love, I love dogs. I grew up on dogs. I, I like, I, I love going to doors where there are friendly dogs. If they, uh, they say that they're friendly and, you know, you can go out and you can pet them and there's nothing better than, you know, petting a dog. But there was, I had two instances where there was one time where a dog was out and I actually made the delivery and I didn't see the dog and I was walking back to the car. The dog was sitting literally right by my car, right by my car door. And I'm like, oh, and he was so cute. He came up and he was, you know, I was petting him. I'm like, okay, you have to go back now. And then he literally just stood in front of my car door and wouldn't let me in. So... At that point, I completed the delivery, so I didn't have the number to the customer. So I had to go back, like knocking on their door, saying, "Um, your dog won't let me leave," <laughs> and they finally had to come out and get their dog. So, I mean, cutest dog ever. But I'm like, mm -hmm. I really, I was on the way, way to doing another delivery. I'm like, I really gotta go. And then there's another time where I pulled up to a McMansion. And thank God my husband was actually with me in the car doing the delivery and he's beeping his horn like nonstop. And I'm like, why is he beeping his horn? I don't know. I'm doing a delivery. I look and there was two pit bulls that I didn't see that were in their yard that were literally coming to me. And he just didn't know whether they were friendly or not. And they were friendly, but you just never know if some dogs are going to be friendly or not. I think that's kind of the biggest issue with a lot of deliveries that we do. I hid from a raccoon once. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I was driving out. I was driving out to this uh, kind of rural community, a lot of, uh, a lot of trees and stuff. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, there was a raccoon just chilling out there. And uh, the homeowner who I was delivering to was actually out, but he had like a really long driveway and uh, was out, uh, you know, further back in the driveway working on his truck or something. And so I just rolled the window down. I'm like, hey, I'm going to get out in a minute. But, you know, Randy, the raccoon is hanging out. And he's like, oh, he's back, is he? So the guy <laughs> was just cool with me, you know, hanging out in the car for a minute. So I have a way that I handle loose pets. And, you know, th this is such a delivery driver and mailman problem. Right. If we do this long enough, we're all going to run into this scenario. And um, if there's a dog out, I don't see any harm in calling your customer and just being like, hey, is it friendly? We're we're all going to eventually come up on a dog. I had a dog come busting out of a screen once who was not friendly, but the, the owner was right there. Uh, I was like working on dropping the order off and getting a picture and they the dog had jumped up on the screen, but it wasn't like fully latched and it came like, I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> the thing is that you sometimes you, you just don't know if a dog is gonna come come out. Um, one time I, I um, well, here's the thing. 
I, I received this order once and it says uh, in the instructions, it says, do not knock, baby mm -hmm. sleeping. Okay, I won't knock, but I went to the house and when I was delivering the order, the, like 500 dogs start to barking, oh. start barking like, wah, 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 wah. and I was like, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, the babies can still listen to the dogs. The other thing is what to do in the case, for example, the chihuahua. I mean, it's a chihuahua, it might be funny, but in the end, the dog beat you. So you have to do something, security. I received a call a couple of weeks ago from uh, from um, a member of the audience. She was beat by a huge dog. She went to the hospital. She she It was a mess. I will share that story in the channel. And we learn from that situation that the first thing that you have to do is, of course, put yourself in a safe environment, go mm -hmm. to your car. First of all, protect yourself. But then you you have to keep the order open because if you call Uber or DoorDash, I mean, how do you prove that it was while you were doing the order? That that is one thing. The other the other thing is you have to call 911 because you have you gotta have a police report. Mm -hmm. And that is gonna help you even with the doctor. So oh, you 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 got to know what to do in those type of situations. It's really good advice. Yeah, that's true. Because if you don't mark it delivered, then yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uber can be like, oh, how do we know it was on, you know, well, it was on delivery. That's, so that's what gets me a lot of times about some of these deliveries with dogs being left out. Like aren't homeowners like afraid, like you never know, even they could be like the most friendliest dog. They might get a vibe from you and not vibe with you. And God forbid a dog bites their delivery driver. Aren't they even afraid that like we're going to sue them or someone's going to sue their property or like there's so many lawsuits out there. Like you would think people would be more cautious just based off of that. I don't know. Maybe just one, thing, one thing that I've been every time I receive a call from from a member of the audience that he was bit by a dog is the same situation. Well, the, the, the owner of the dog went into the house and never went out. They didn't care about it. So it's like a pattern thing mm. i don't know yeah yeah so really quick if you guys could just drop a yes or a no in the chat uh yes if you've been chased if you have not been chased uh or bit we'll go with chased or bit yes or no leave that in the chat kim i want to know if there was if there's anything worse than getting chased by a dog and getting a insultingly low delivery on top of it I think an insulty low <laughs> no tip or no tip is sometimes worse. Depends on the wound. <laughs> so can a no tip order on DoorDash be a high paying order? Uh, Luis, what do you think? No tip? No, I, I don't think so. No tip, so, high pay? No. Uh, well, it should. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. Let's let's take a look at the next screenshot. Yeah, here, it shouldn't. Me. It shouldn't. <laughs> it shouldn't. So for those of you who are listening as opposed to... Uh... <laughs> it's a miracle. It's a miracle. <laughs> what we're looking at here is a DoorDash order summary. It paid a whopping $4 in base pay with no customer tip. And this order was marked as high paying. That's crazy. So Kim, how's that uh, diamond program working out for you? Ooh. Time and program works out fantastic for me. Clearly not for everybody. <laughs> Clearly not for everybody. Uh, do I think that this should be a diamond? No, I don't think that any order that has a no tip behind it, even if DoorDash raises the base pay, should be a diamond or a high priority order. That's just my my own opinion on that like something like this and i'm pretty sure just before i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but i'm pretty sure with doordash it's an algorithm thing it's a dollar per mile ratio so as long as it's two dollars per mile it flags it as a diamond so i think the algorithm said hey four dollars one mile or two miles it's a diamond not realizing that hey there's other circumstances that this should not be a priority order so hmm. To clarify, the that's the way the program started. When it was first being piloted, they were going for two dollars a mile, anything above two bucks a mile from specifically from the restaurant to the customer, not from you to the restaurant to the customer, from the restaurant to the customer only. 
anything that was two dollars a mile would get marked as high paying. So in theory, you could you know you could see a two dollar and seventy five cent order, you know, as a high paying order. But you know, Kim, like I'm gonna pick on you here because <laughs> the, like this is bullshit. You know, th- this is what what is the motivation for somebody to be a top dasher? Well, okay, I know the answer to that question. I'm not giving you the win on that one. Sorry. What is like, the really? motivation? <laughs> what is the motivation for somebody to have a 50% acceptance rate and be in the diamond program when they're just still going to get trashed like that? Well, if you, I'm going to think about it though, from a different perspective. So bear with me. And I know you're not going to agree with me on this whatsoever. If you are starting out first thing in the morning and at least in my area, mornings are slow. I don't like to sit around and wait. We've already established that. And this comes in for $4 for one mile. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to take it because it is a profitable order. It ends up being more than $2 per mile. So from the profitability standpoint, I would take it first thing in the morning based off of there's no orders coming in. I would rather make some money more than no money. And it is profitable even if the customer didn't tip. Yeah, however, it also wraps up your time, so you're not what do you available mean? If it's to a one mi- If it's a one-mile order, it's going to take me five to ten minutes to do and go around and make my other money. Yeah, but so what if a true high-paying order? Depending on, on the drive-through, maybe it's a long line, maybe. Yeah, not, not in the morning. Well, so, well, it depends. I have a message for Tony Sue because of this order. I have a message for him, if you allow me. Tony, <laughs> from the behind. <laughs> That's it. That's all. Okay, I totally didn't see that one coming. I didn't see that coming either. <laughs> Straight out of one of my videos. <laughs> I love you, Tony. So, uh, Luis, what's your what's your average acceptance rate on DoorDash? If you had to guess, zero. Zero. <laughs> Not ten percent. Yeah, I, I live in okay. an area in my in my city that it, I don't see. Well, this is funny. I, I was living in this area and I moved like five months ago to another, and my main Income came from DoorDash, and when I moved the same city, when I moved to the to this new area, it was now it was Uber. Mm-hmm. Now my 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 primary primarily app is Uber. Pay more money with the tips in the end of the every order pay, pays more. Um, so yeah, uh, I I tra- I lost the the train of thought, but yeah. Okay, Uber. so your your acceptance rate is usually ten percent or lower. Let me let me go check. Okay. So you're yeah. you're kind of in line with me then. So but Kim, back to picking on you. So what I mean again, so you you are tying up your time, right? So DoorDash claims uh, by the way. Why so, am I so for, tying up wait, wait, wait. Why am I tying up my because, time if I am you're making accepting money, that garbage? But I'm no, making money. You, that's how you do it right there, people. Ooh. That is how you be a good Thank DoorDash you. driver. Thank you. Thank you. This man Thank deserves you. an award. You don't have to. You don't have. Thank you. No. So now, no. now he is leading by example right there. Actually, you know what? Matter of fact, I'm going to, I'm going to pull mine up here too. And uh, we're, we're going to take a look at that. But Kim, you are, you're wasting your time, right? Because no, if not. you're actually getting my time, if I'm actually because if you're, money. because if you're actually getting the perceived reward where you're actually getting priority, in a high, uh, in a high traffic uh, market, it should, in theory, just be a matter of waiting a couple of extra minutes to actually get an order that is worth a damn for the driver. No. And what yeah, if you take out the diamond of the order, and you don't have so, the diamond? I'm going to pay devil's advocate for a second, though. Say DoorDash rate kept raising the base pay even on this one to five dollars. You're telling me you wouldn't do a five dollar order for one mile, knowing that it's like McDonald's. You can get in, get out. It's five minutes down the road, and you're done, and you can get five dollars. If we're talking, it's like eight o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday or Wednesday. I might take a one dollar. Uh, but did you say McDonald's? Yeah. No. Okay, whatever no the quickest the restaurant. Well, in my area, McDonald's, it's fantastic and wonderful, and they know me by name, and I'm the mayor of McDonald's. Ooh. Oh, oh! Nice! Beautiful! <laughs> Let so, me see yours. Kim? I don't know where you can see it. I'm 89? Oh. oh, my goodness. All right, so... Interesting. That's interesting. Okay, so obviously... Luis and I have a different experience in our market than you do in yours. 
So that it sounds like of the market. We, well, we, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, not every market is going to be a fantastic Uber Eats market. Not every market's going to be a fantastic McDonald's market. I'm it agreed. really is market specific, and you need as a driver to find out what app works best in your own area. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you what that is because I'm not in your market, but it takes a lot of experimenting, taking orders, taking orders that you might not want to take, taking orders that you want to take, and really figuring out how restaurants work in your area before you say anything. <laughs> and you have fans, Kim. I've been reading the messages and, and the comments, and a, a bunch of people agree. Uh, I agree with you, so. Yeah, there's definitely people who see it both ways for sure but i think something that we can all agree on you know and watching your videos you know i know that you multi-app too mm -hmm. so at the end of the day and this again kim i'm gonna serve that ball right back to you yeah if we're multi-apping if we have 10 apps we shouldn't have to be taking a high paying order for four dollars i mean come on that that's a freaking insult but if you're trying to maintain the 70 percent ar you are going to because it's still a profitable order I see, I see it completely different. See, I don't. I mean, we, we've kind of already, you know, hashed this, but, you know, if you're, <laughs> if you're having to take a $4 order for the privilege of taking more $4 orders whenever you want, then it's not really a perk, is it? But what's it the difference not. about whether you say you take, you can get four or five $5 orders done in an hour because they take you five to 10 minutes to do. It's still $25 an hour versus waiting around for that one order that might get you $25 an hour. Or you can get a large order program that pays you $20 an hour, do a quick $5 add-on and you still get $25 an hour. It just depends on how you kind of look at it and perception is sometimes reality. So... Well, okay, perception is definitely not reality, but <laughs> you know, if if your math makes sense for you to to do those orders, because you have to have what I think it's a hundred orders a month on on Door Trash for uh, <laughs> for large order program, right? Yes. Okay, so if if the math makes sense for you and you're making up the money in the large order program, then you know, do your thing. But I, for me. And I'm willing to bet the majority of drivers, the math isn't going to make sense in their market. So I'm, it's you know, better than it, 18 cents face pay. <laughs> definitely, but yeah, but okay. boom. It, <laughs> the, thing, the thing is that like I go back to the what type of market do you live? Because if, if you live in a market where, where you don't see eight dollar, seven dollar, six dollar orders all the time, well, maybe a four dollars one mile it might be. But if I know that in my market, and, and if I know that in my market, I can see $8, $10 orders, five miles, four miles, two miles, uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to do a $4. It depends on the market, of course. And if, if there's something, by the way, if there's something that I want you to learn today in Spanish, um, is a sentence. I don't want to go without you to be, be but I'm going to, I am going to wait for Zach. But um, there's a, a sentence that you have to learn today because you also have Hispanic uh, uh, customers. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn this. It mean, it, it, the, the sentence is really easy. It says like this. It goes like this. Sin propina. Repeat it with me. Sin propina. Sin propina. No hay viaje. No viaje. No. No. Hay. Hay. Viaje. Viaje. No trip, no tip. No tip, no trip. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's a good one. So, all right. I'm going, Kim, to, I am going to ask that one again later. Okay. Run, run us through it one more time. Say it one more time fast. Sin propina, no hay viaje. Sin propina, no hay viaje. Kim? Probably. I probably really no, because I don't believe up. in no tip, no trip. So we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> um, you can come up with what. a new saying for me. I'll tell you what. <laughs> regardless of no tip, no trip, I believe in tip, no contract violation. How about that? Mm -hmm. That is a good one. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. On that note, can we move on to something more positive? Mm, I'm agree. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's do it. 
Okay, what is, I'm going to have to leave it in the chat. What is the most unique non-monetary tip you've ever gotten? So leave it in the chat right now before we get into like the next topic. Luis, do you want to chime in on that? Uh, well, I, I have uh, I have a, a story of of uh, an, a unique tip, not mo non monetary tip. Uh, the first tip that I received that it was really special. I went to deliver a DoorDash order. Um, this happened like three years ago. I was delivering an order, and when I was delivering, it was a payway order, and and I gave the order to this old lady she came came out it was before COVID, uh, and i gave her the order and she asked me do you have a girlfriend or a wife and i said yes, hey, yes. and i was like yes i do i do have a girlfriend and i love her so much <laughs> she was an old a sweet old lady but the, the question was interesting um and she took out a perfume uh and she gave it to me and she said, give it to your wife. I almost cried. It was so special. And then I went to Walgreens to watch, to see the, the price. And it was like $50. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I still have the perfume. Uh, my wife have the perfume around the house. She, she haven't opened it. But that's that awesome. was special. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Kim, what about you? Most, uh, most unique. And guys, drop yours in the comment section, please. Uh, I, 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 see, I see one in here that uh, had a stripper tip me both tips. I don't well, know. Alrighty. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really haven't, besides, like, I feel like there's a lot of, during pandemic times, there were a lot of generous customers out there. And, like, they would actually leave, like, baskets of, like, snacks and water and, you know, food and stuff like that for delivery drivers, which I thought was so super nice of a lot of people huh. since then they've taken away. I haven't seen them around <laughs> too often, um, but I really haven't gotten anything out of the ordinary. Have you? So, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I've gotten, sorry guys. Uh, if you're just joining us, I am trying to fight something off. I've been sick for the last like two days. Um, yeah, I've gotten a few uh, unique things. So I delivered to a coffee roaster locally and like a local coffee roaster and on top of tipping well, cause I don't take $4 orders. They also gave me a uh, bag, a big bag of um, local coffee, which was delicious. Nice. So good. yeah, my, yeah, my, my thing's a good beer and good coffee. Mm. Like I am a happy camper. If I have those two things in front of me, I don't mm. drink so, coffee. Oh, uh, what? I don't drink coffee. Oh, Never Kim, have. No. What? <laughs> oh, but my I don't. God. You drink wine. I, I do drink wine. I drink <laughs> wine, Dr. Pepper, Coke, but coffee. I've never I've never liked the I, taste of coffee Kim, ever. I, I fear that you and I are gonna need therapy after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> are we not gonna be friends? No, we're going to be friends. It's just going to, you know, be that like awkward silence from time to time. Like I'm going to look over you and be like, who doesn't drink coffee? Well, it's like Dr. Pepper. When you ask, like when you ask a person, do you drink alcohol? No, I don't. Hmm, I don't trust you. Hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Mine would be, yeah. So I got the coffee. Uh, I got a really bad bo uh, bottle of wine once from a customer. Mm. And, um, it was, I mean, it was a nice gesture. It was like right before Christmas and, uh, I, the, it was actually an Uber eats order and I was, it was a double and I was delivering his second and it was the, the restaurant took forever. So I saw him coming out and it was supposed to be a leave it at the door and I'm thinking, ah, crap, here we go. And, uh, so he hands me <clears throat> this bottle of wine. He's just like, Hey, I want you to know, I appreciate what you're doing. Thank you so much. And I was just like, that is awesome. There's folks out here trying to get their delivery drivers a buzz on. So uh, the wine gave me the worst heartburn I've ever had in my entire life, but it was still a nice gesture nonetheless. Um, and I have also had plenty of offers to partake. Uh, I live in a college town, so that's been on the table multiple times for me as well. Nice, nice. I'm going to so go to your 
market to see right. Right, that <laughs> a nice bottle of wine. So, so yeah. what sparked this is there was a DoorDash driver who claims that she did a delivery and walked away with a free puppy. Nice. <laughs> so <laughs> this customer said, um, here you go. Here's a puppy. Um, and that was her tip for the order. So she walked away with a pit bull German shepherd mix and named it Amor. <laughs> oh, I would have sell it. <laughs> that, that is the true hustler mentality. So, all right, what what does amor mean? Love isn't that what amor means? Amor is love. Yeah, okay. I don't see the the British word, but I think yeah, it's um, it's love. Amor. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. So, I, how would you guys handle a situation where somebody's like, "Here, take this dog." I wouldn't be able to take it. My daughter is highly allergic to dogs. Okay. Like we can never have probably dogs ever in our household. That's how highly allergic she is. Okay. Um, so as much as it would kill me because I love dogs, there's no way I would be able to bring it home. Um, I would probably give it away because I would want it to go to a good home because if it can't go to my home, it has to go to someone else's home. That's true. How much is a people in the market today? How much? That's a good question. I don't know. To I'm know the, sure, the, yeah. the, the amount of maybe the, in the comments, if someone can tell us how much is a pit bull. I'm, I'm it, sure it, it, was a pit bull, sure, right? it yeah. would be hundreds, right? If not a couple yeah. thousand. Yeah, so, something like that. So uh, I don't receive dogs. I would sell it because in my house, the dog is me. I'm the puppy. <laughs> I'm the one. So, <laughs> all right. Everything around and upside down and leave hair all over. So, so I'm the dog. we we have a video from the TikToker. So I'm going to go ahead and play it real quick. Oh. Oh, it went away. Hold on. Mm. So, Puppies are like that. They come and go. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's adorable. So I had to edit that out to get rid of the copywritten music. You're welcome, mm -hmm. Harry. <laughs> so, yeah. So that, that actually took quite a while last night to uh, get that clip ready. But, I mean, that's a cute puppy. But, I mean, who, who does that? Who, who just randomly gives somebody a puppy? Like, you don't... I... Like, you want to make sure that an animal is going to a good home, right? Like I wouldn't just fork over a cat to somebody like, Hey, here's a cat, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what's next? Hey, here's my kid. Ha! <laughs> Your problem now. You oh my God. I'm living. I'm living now. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So Kim and I do this thing where we, <laughs> excuse me, where we speculate on, if the crap we see on TikTok is legitimate. So uh, mm -hmm. it's time to take a vote uh, between us and in the chat. Did this actually happen or did this driver just bring her dog to work with her? Okay. Hmm. So do you, Kim, do oh. you think that it actually happened or do you yeah. think she? I think it I happened. I think this actually it really happened. Yeah, okay. we see so many things in the street. So I think it did happen. Okay. So I would want a little more context. I'm, I, well, I'm breaking mm -hmm. my own rules here. I don't think it happened. I'm just going to throw that out there. With the information okay. that I've got, I don't think it happened. You but don't think anything it, happens on TikTok. <laughs> I, oh, you should see the fight I got in on uh, on Reddit. Oh, I'll tell you about that another time, though. Uh, no, I mean, because TikTok is so full of crap. It's it's like for <sighs> less talented content creators who, who need to make shit up to... You know, I don't know. Sorry. Or like you are or creating or consuming. So yeah, I, I'd rather be in the side of the creator. Yeah. See, but you're a YouTuber. There's a difference there. You know, you like you can you can be a YouTuber and then be on TikTok and it's OK. But it's the uh, I, I have a, I have this theory, the, this thing. Uh, I've had a couple brand deals come my way and they've hired TikTokers first mm. and i'm like never hire a tiktoker to do a youtuber's job mm. so 
I, I just don't like the platform and I way different. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, you know, that, but it's a damn dog who gives away a dog. I can understand it. Excuse me. I can understand a goldfish, but a dog did or did not. That's the question. How would you give away a goldfish? I, I'd probably take a goldfish too. Like, hey, here you go, son. I got you. Like, you couldn't make up another pet name. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so it sounds like we've had some uh, some interesting uh, non-monetary tips. So, are we going to see that start to slowly come to an end? And I'm not talking about just monetary tips. I'm talking about orders. Period. Kind of just mm. dropped that on you there, Kim. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's third party delivery on the decline. So there was an article this past week mm-hmm. that is claiming that people are moving more towards pickup since now the pandemic is over and it's caused because of all the high fees from all of these delivery companies, people are now picking up their food more than they are getting delivered. So when I was reading this, I actually thought about us as delivery drivers. I know, you know, a lot of our markets have slowed down. Some of it is because of summer slowdown, but is some of it because people are picking up water as opposed to getting them delivered? So what do you think? Promos. Uh, promos for customers. Um, buy three, get buy one, buy one, get two, buy two, get four. That's what I'm thinking right now. And Uber do that a lot. So I've got a thought here. The Uber take rates. I don't know if you guys have looked at some of the uh, some of the order summary screens lately on Uber Eats. Their take rates are insane from the customers. Like they used to spend, Uber used to get maybe two, three, four dollars at most for their their Uber Eats orders, and now customers are spending somewhere sometimes up to like twenty bucks in oh. in just fees for Uber Eats alone. And so it's not just them doing that though. We've got you know DoorDash who is. They're, they're always playing with the fees, mm-hmm. but now we've got this lawsuit where they're supposedly charging customers more for using uh, the iPhones. Yeah. Right. Thomas, I'm going to interrupt you. you for one second. Thank you, Thomas. Much appreciated. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. Oh, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... Oh. Thank you, Thomas. <laughs> so... I need your sound effects. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't so, avoid it. What? Yeah, no, and we, we we saw the, the in the news too that DoorDash is battling with 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 restaurants because of the fees, mm-hmm. because they want to charge uh, the the cost. The restaurant want to charge more because DoorDash is charging more, and in the middle of that fight, there's us, and and, and there's the customer that decides decided decide that. I'm just going to go to the restaurant and take out the, the, the food so I can save yeah. some money. So and the thing is that, that sorry, to, Zach, uh, the other thing is that these apps use the fees to pay us. Mm-hmm. It's incredible how they play with the fees of the customers. Something that I, I had this video yesterday with, with a member of the audience, Jesus. He made a... Um, this uh, document, this document, he, he investigated uh, the last, in May, the last month, um, he, he he studied the orders of Uber and he saw how fees are being, um, how Uber used the fees to pay the the, the tip and, and it's mm. crazy what's going on right now with the, with the fees. So I, I don't doubt that the customers are getting tired of this. Yeah. So this so is, sorry, this is so, what I, I have a, two things just real quick to say about this. First of all, when you go to, get to Uber, if they're charging customers like $20 in fees and we're only getting 18 cents as a base pay, like that's a really big issue. But sorry, just one other point. 
I personally find myself, I can't tell you the last time I actually ordered DoorDash or Uber Eats because I've been, if I want to order out, I've been going to the restaurants myself to pick it up because it is expensive to order from DoorDash or Uber Eats. And not only that, but a lot of restaurants now are giving you coupons or buy one, get one or something to that effect that makes you mm -hmm. want to go to the restaurant, not use these delivery platforms. Okay, go. Sorry. Well, no. And that's part of my point actually is on top of the customers getting shafted, in, in the fees, the restaurants are also paying up to 30% of the order value. So if the customer ordered $100 worth of food, that customer is potentially being charged up to $30 of that order that otherwise would have went to the restaurant. And most restaurants operate on very thin margins to begin with. Not, not all, but many do. So the restaurants don't have motivation to keep using these platforms because it's costing them you know, and not to mention the, the refund chargebacks, you know, things like that. But then you've also got the customers who are like, dude, I just ordered a freaking foot long from Subway. Why did it cost me $32? So I don't think that and, and this is going to last forever. I think eventually. In the app, in, in the, in the, sorry, like the, the app in the end keeps the the 70% and maybe more. And we just received less than the 30%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so now on top of that, we're we're seeing this outcry. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think you know, as content creators, we probably see this a little more than than the general public does. But we're seeing this battle kind of play out between drivers and customers, where drivers are like, "We're not going to take your order if you don't tip," and customers think we're entitled for not doing so. And they they're paying, you know, to their point, they're paying, you know, they're paying out the ass. They're paying, you know, I shit, I just ordered lunch uh, through DoorDash uh, about a week ago. I ordered one entree and it cost me like 30 bucks or 32 bucks or something for something that would have cost me maybe $12 had I just went and gotten it myself. So, I mean, of course, that was with a generous tip, but my point is, is it's expensive. So I think we're going to eventually see less and less customers ordering because they're going to be like, dude, this is just too expensive. Like I can go and save myself almost, you know, almost half of what I would have spent. And it's not going to really take me any longer. Mm -hmm. and, like, and, and do you saw the Business Insider article where they mm -hmm. took the, 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 a tweet, I think, of the Washington Post or I, I don't know, New York Times. And they read the the comments. Um, mm -hmm. Basically, the tweet was like um, reason why customers don't tip, and mm -hmm. customers start to respond. And oh, yeah. Business Insider read the comments and made an article um, mentioned five the five reasons why customers don't tip is crazy. I recommend you to see the article. It's crazy. This this information it, customers don't have an idea of what's going on and how, how this work. Yeah, it's so true. And, you know, one thing that really resonates with me is, you know, with all these fees and like, th like this is actually me. I would rather take the money and take my family and have like a date night with my husband and go out and have fun and have an experience opposed to wasting money on food being delivered to my house. I don't know. I guess it's just me. Like I would rather have the experience and, you know, waste my money that way opposed to getting something delivered to my house. And that's kind of reversed my psychology even now after, you know, everything's open and, you know, post pandemic time. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I'm only going to order food if it's extremely necessary. If you know, if I can't get away from what I'm doing work-wise and it, you know, makes sense for me financially to have it delivered instead of me taking the time away from work and going and getting it. Yeah. So in the chat, why don't you let us know with a yes or a no, have you stopped using DoorDash or Uber Eats yourself um, and you're now picking up your food opposed to getting it delivered? Yes or no? Leave it in the chat right now. Uh, busy lady, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank okay. you so, much. so we want to jump into a couple of funnies. Woohoo! So <laughs> I love this part. And I'm Kim, I'm I, am this first one. I am going to prepare my sound. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, you might need them for the Zach. You're gonna. I'm sorry. I know your voice is not, but you're definitely good. You're doing the first one. I sorry, can, my friend. I can do the first one. <laughs> that was our right. deal. And uh, yeah, no problem. And for those of you who might have uh, kids around, this is a good time to uh, tell them head. You know, earmuffs or something. This is not a kid-friendly one. So we got to get the littles out of here for this. All right, so this was a 7-Eleven order that I was picking up on DoorDash. So the customer's name was Long D. So, okay, you know, maybe maybe that's the person's name. No, no harm there. Uh, they ordered a pack of Trojan condoms. <laughs> so Long D is hitting 7-Eleven for some rubbers. Now, the best part of this is Long You're D ready? happens to live on Seaman Avenue. <laughs> so you know That's what? A good one. That's even a good if one. even if he didn't get lucky, he definitely got fucked by those delivery fees. <laughs> so sorry, I was trying to keep this one cleaner. I couldn't pass that one up. Yeah, that's actually. <laughs> We've got one more funny for you guys. So this is, uh, you're going to have to look closely at this one. This is a picture that was clearly taken out of Walmart. You know, why wouldn't it be? Uh, mm-hmm. In this lady's hair is a therapy rat or mouse or something. That is a question. What is that? Yeah, it's like... I, I actually, because I was, I looked at the picture and I'm like, what is that? So I zoomed in. I'm like, oh, yeah, that definitely is a rat. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So <laughs> the question is, does she know that she have that something there? I, oh, God, can, I, you I, can you imagine? I would if she hope didn't? so. <laughs> I would hope so. But that's can you imagine your driver showing up? I mean, you know, it's bad enough when drivers show up with a dog in their car, in my opinion. But can you imagine if your driver had a freaking rat or something? On their shoulder or a mouse. No. That's no, no. Maybe that's it's crazy. a fashion trend. Yeah. Ooh. Get Paris Fashion Week at Walmart. What is that? The only thing I can say is only at Walmart. Oh. God, can you imagine? Can you imagine someone like actually coming up and like tapping you on the shoulder? What do you say? Oh, ma'am, do you realize there's like a rat in your hair? Like, do you tell someone that? <laughs> no, you're, you're wrong. Why? I, I know it's not one, it's two rats. Look, this is the other one. Like... <laughs> so, uh, Luis, for everybody who is just joining us, uh, why don't you tell them once again where they can find you? Well, Delivery TV is my YouTube channel. We, we are a uh, uh, Spanish-speaking uh, channel that we talk everything about delivery and the geek industry in, in in Spanish. And you can find us as well in TikTok and Instagram, like uh, as um, delivery.tv. At okay. delivery.tv, that's our Instagram and TikTok. And I-, I will be waiting for you over there. Subscribe and like. Even if you don't understand, it doesn't matter. Just subscribe. I started They're following you on Instagram like two days ago, and I'm like, oh my God, he's just as big on Instagram as he is on YouTube. Let me, let me go and follow you back. I think I'm following you. I don't know. Let me go. Um, but let me say goodbye first because I yeah. see the time. <laughs> the, the, uh, the videos that Luis puts out are incredible. And they're, they're eye-catching. They're engaging. Your mannerisms, your editing, your presentation, everything about them just makes them worth watching. Even if I don't understand the language, I still am drawn to them. So, Man, and thank you. That, that yeah. is saying something. So thank to you, break through you. a language barrier like that, you're clearly doing something right. So yeah, Thank you. Um, Much appreciated. Like thank you, Sergio. I've been reading you. So thank you. You're great. You're great. So don't don't inflate his ego too much. <laughs> but Kim, Zach, I was waiting for this. I'm so happy to be here, to be invited here, and I hope this is not the last time. I, I and I, 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 I'm really thrilled to be invited here and be part of the community because I think that Spanish Hispanic community 
need the information mm -hmm. uh, and, and need to be connected to what, what is going on uh, with you and with the industry. And this there, is for me a goal. Yeah. There, yeah. There's plenty of drivers who do not speak English as a first language. And I, of course, it's important, you know, for, for everybody to know the ins and outs. And so I think that you're doing a great service to the community as well. And we thank you for doing that. So thank, uh, you. thank you again to our special guest, uh, Luis from Delivery TV. Guys, thank we you. will be back, same place, same time, next Wednesday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern for Money Hungry. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care. Thank you. Bye, everyone.